You are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Everybody, it's We Are Live. It's back to the good old days. Just Chris and Travis today. What's up, Trav? Was good in the hood. Cut loose the uh, unnecessary fat for today's conversation. Got sick of them. Sick and tired of their ass. Shut up. Get back in the kitchen, women. <laughs> hey, I showed them there, Chris. Oh, Jada's giving that look. Oh, Black guy being violent towards women. What do you know? It's Chris Denman, Travis Trail, the show. It's We Are Live. Before we jump into our conversation, guys, Presence Float Center here in St. Louis. Promo code WAL. That's WAL. Like we are live. 10 bucks off your float, Travis. Get your float on. That's right. Get your mind right. Uh, very excited today. Jada has made this happen. She is participating in a project, very cool project, Float Trip. It's a film being made right here in lovely Missouri. We've got James and Julius from Float Trip in. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Very cool to have you guys in studio here at Shock City Studios. So, okay, so you you guys are creating a film. You have a background. Give me just a boilerplate top level. Hey, this is where I'm coming from. Uh, James, how about you? What's making you create a slasher film? Are we calling it a slasher film? Called Float Trip right here in Missouri. What has brought you to this? What's your background? Okay, so um, basically, you know, like everyone else, went off to college and got out, married, kids, all that fun stuff. Nice. And uh, played basketball at Lindenwood. Played right? nice. uh, now Chris is just all of a sudden his eyes yeah. just glazed. I'm like, over I'll give you love. a couple extra questions now. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we got an athlete on our hands. <laughs> yeah, but played a little hoop. And uh, then after corporate America for a long time, uh, got back into acting, had been out in LA. Uh, doing background work back in like 2000, you know, on a show called Thieves with John Stamos. Nice. Uh, the spy that shagged what, what me. Do you, what do you smell like, man? What yeah. do you smell like? What did Stamos <laughs> hey, smell hey, like? I wasn't that close. I wasn't oh, that close. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, I thought you had a little more cash. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, after, after doing that experience and coming back to St. Louis, I just got back into writing. And lo and behold, I met, you know, this amazing guy next to me, Julius, at Lindenwood. We're both, you know, Lindenwood alumni. And so I was like, man, I want to work with this guy. You know, he's an amazing cinematographer. And Yeah, it's got a hell of a rap sheet behind him, huh? Yeah, so. <laughs> he's doing good things. He is. He won another Thanks. award last night at the, uh, uh, the local yeah, SLIF, St. Louis International Film Congratulations. Festival. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. that was at the Duck Room, right? Yeah, Blue that's Bear right. Hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. Well, very, very exciting. So you're you're gonna film Float Trip, a film here about float trips, right? And then uh, something bad happens in the movie. I I'm thinking, Travis, you don't have a ton of experience floating. The whole not swimming thing is a problem they when you go yeah, floating. Apparently, <laughs> they don't let you walk around with like the donut around your hip the entire time. So <laughs> they don't. You can't, so it sucks. Just look at this from a business standpoint, or just like let's execute this. I'm worried about you guys having to deal with river folks that are out <laughs> off off work, and they've Chris, got Chris. What do you mean by river folks? Uh, hillbillies. Uh, oh, okay. Just making sure you. Hill, 
What's that? Or what? what uh, the, Do you just want me to say white people? There you go. I'm not going to generalize. Somebody that. said it. I'm sure there's his, a couple Hispanic folks <laughs> mixed in. I don't know. Okay, so we take full blame with, with the whites. And no, it, it, as far as like a smaller project that you guys are trying to do, a big thing here. Uh, do you see a lot of complications happening? You have a, a frantic actress in Jada involved. If she doesn't have a breakdown and you just can make it through, the outside factors are what worry me for your success. Yeah, um, there's definitely some locations there. Uh, we, we were hooked up with the Bird's Nest Lodge in Stillville, Missouri, and they have just been so nice at... So they're helping facilitate this whole thing. Yes. Without, That's fantastic. That's big. Yeah, without them, I, I don't know how we would do it. I mean, we've got our lodging there. Uh, we're creating this waterfall scene over a cave. Very cool. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Is that easy to shoot? No. no <laughs> I was going to say. You have yeah. to float down there to get there. So, is that right? Yeah. Wow. With all your no equipment, axes. which exactly. is uh, not oh, waterproof. Wow. <laughs> I, I assume not all of it's waterproof. No, no. <laughs> a lot, lot of lot of trash bags around the equipment. A lot of uh, different ways to get there, but uh, yeah, you know, um, to answer your other question, the the horror genre has always been one of those that you can get in a little bit less expensive, sure, and you got the opportunity for it to blow up, like you know, Blair Witch or Paranormal uh, yeah. Activity. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I ran this script by Julius, and he's like, "Hey." Let's do this. Julius, your background, can you give us some highlights and not be, uh, don't be humble. Don't be smug about it either, but Christ, I mean. <laughs> look at me. I got Stop a, telling him what to do. I'm just saying, like, look at me. I got an Emmy. <laughs> like, okay, if people do that kind of thing. They like uh, Emmy. Travis sure. has zero. Yeah, that was an accident, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it is So you there. have an Emmy to your name. <laughs> yeah. Where did you acquire this Emmy and who did you steal it from? <laughs> so it was a college Emmy, so sure. kind of not really the real deal. Yeah. Um, it was for my film Infinite, which is uh, how I kind of met James at the original screening at Lindenwood. Very cool. And then uh, that kind of took off. Really good festival run, and then the Emmy was the highlight. Very nice. Um, but uh, I was born and raised in Germany, came over here to to study, to go to school. Yeah. And then things kind of just happen how they always do. <laughs> right. And now I'm <laughs> and, in L.A. and doing my stuff there. And, and hanging then, out in St. Louis making slasher films on a river. Yeah. Cla- story, story as old as time for most <laughs> exactly. ger- most German immigrants. Now, okay. I have That's seen, I have, I have watched, <laughs> I think I've watched close to about uh, two and a half seasons of Project Greenlight, so I know a lot <laughs> about the film industry now. Thanks, Ben Affleck. Didn't know, didn't know you guys were going to talk uh, to an expert today, did you? <laughs> no, huh? so, I, 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 read, I read the <laughs> trades. <laughs> Don't say okay, that. Ever again. But uh, I know there's a lot of prep that goes into this, and prep, the pre-production aspect, essentially establishes how the film is going to ultimately go and how smooth it's going to run. What efforts have you guys done in the pre-production process to make sure that you get the shots? Because I imagine, obviously, having a, a relatively limited budget, you got to make sure you get the shots that you get it and the time in which you get it. And again, sounds like you guys are going to be on a river. And of course, that's uh, probably a wild card aspect of this whole thing as well. Yeah, it's it's been a couple of headaches for the last month. <laughs> and uh, How many yeah. weeks of pre-production have you guys done so far, you think? I mean, it's been kind of on and off. I mean, we've been on a lot of calls and Skype right. calls and all that because I was in L.A. and he was here. But I got in on Monday and basically ever since, it's like every day. Right. You know, prep, shot list, kind of like figure everything else. We, we had the scout. That was a full day, 14 hours. Jeez. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of homework we have to do. <laughs> but I mean, it's all worth it. You know, we show up on Monday. We got our, our stuff figured out. So, What part of L.A. do you live in? 
Uh, Culver City. Culver City. Okay, very cool. How do you how do you like being? How long have you been in the U.S. compared to Germany? Uh, five years in. Five the years. US. You're acclimated pretty much. Then. Yeah. Do you do you appreciate the differences? Miss anything from home? I appreciated most of it. I mean, I miss home. I miss my family, but you know. LA is kind of the place to be if you want to do what what we want to do. So I'd say I'm so. Not complaining do you, do you at church all. it up to your friends back home? You're like, I live in LA. Don't tell them that you live in a garage in Culver City. They kind of really just give me shit for it because <laughs> they, they think I'm this LA guy, but I'm really not. But. <laughs> I, I could relate to that. People think the wild world of AM radio oh, just whew, the women man. just all over the place, everywhere. <laughs> uh, but you you say LA folks, but the, you know what LA folk? You know who they are. Yeah. Go ahead and describe to me L.A. folk. They're just very open and... Uh, mm-hmm. Pains in the ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Untrustworthy. We'll suck you dry exactly. for any <laughs> fucking penny that <laughs> you, you have. Got right. That city is a parody of itself, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe it. That is exactly what well, it is. Well, terrible. <laughs> and everybody that you make friends with out there is from Chicago or New York mm-hmm. or Seattle or Canada. Canada is right. a very good place to make good friends. I'll or say St. that. Louis. St. Louis, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You got you're kicking it with John Hamm. Do, do you? Is that no. what you're implying? <laughs> no, I don't fucking hang out with John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> he implied it. He gave me the look. He's like, me and Hamm, we're tight. Uh, we brought up Ben Affleck. Did you have you worked with Ben? Yeah, actually, um, James. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Gone Girl came to town, I say town, St. Louis, Cape Girardeau. Um, I went into an audition for like a small role that didn't even get in the movie. And they said, hey, um, we're not going to even add that like bartender role in the movie, but what are you doing for like the next three months? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. What, you my mortgage. What, yeah. are, what do you want me to say? So, uh, yeah, I was his stand-in body double for Gone Girl. Um, got to, you know, see two Academy Award winning, you know, directors with him and David Fincher. That's awesome. And learned a ton being on well, that you, set. Well, you did leave out Tyler Perry there. Okay, so first I really of all, hate okay, the fact first that of all, you just hey, forgot all, about that. I do want to say something about Tyler Perry. Oh. He is one of the nicest humans I've ever met. I mean, he went around and introduced himself to everybody on set. Wow. And While was, everyone else, I don't know, I, that sounds like a dick move, actually, because everyone else, Ben Affleck's just like, hey, how are you guys doing? He's like, hi, I'm Tyler Perry. I'm going to need you to get me a coffee. <laughs> I don't like that attitude, personally, <laughs> and I'm just grafting a few things on there, but... Yeah. Okay, so Tyler Perry was great. Oh, he was awesome. And besides that, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Super nice. cool. Super cool guy. Very nice. So yeah, that's that, sweet. That, Did, you were, so you were right there the whole time. Was it interesting? Or they probably had it blocked off, but I also like thinking about SEMO students or Cape Girardeans running into Ben Affleck or NPH or Tyler Perry even. It was pretty wild. Um, they had the bar in the movie. Right. And it was like... Uh, a circus. I mean, and we were the circus. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. And so everybody was like taking pictures, asking for autographs. And, you know, there was one time where I was in a scene and all I had to do was like drive up to the bar, look, uh, camera left. And a girl came up and started knocking on the window. Excuse me? In the middle of the shot? In the middle of the shot. Shut and, up. And I'm like, well, what do I do? She's not going to go away. So I rolled down the window. And she's like, "Excuse me, real quick. Can I just get a quick picture, like a selfie type thing?" I was like, "Hurry!" Oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> You're a really nice guy. <laughs> <'Cause I'm laughs> like, 
<laughs> he said hurry. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, so they couldn't use that. Let's equate that. Uh, let's just do some budgeting here. That one F up could account for $10,000 if you're talking about time spent, people working on that, everything else. Whew. Yeah, yeah. So then all of a sudden I like roll up the window selfie. and they're like, yeah. and yeah. action. <laughs> that is very nice. Now, that- I, I don't, I, I'm looking forward to this project, but it isn't anything like its counterpart, Boat Trip, starring one Horatio Sands and Cuba Gooding Jr., is it? I, I don't think Or is it pretty close? Should we expect anything like that from this film? Not at all? Nothing like no. Boat Trip. <laughs> Nothing like Boat Trip. So the down and dirty is um, a group of 20-something-year-olds go on this, you know, fun, last beer-drinking time after Who's Who's college. your lead in this? Okay, so um, for the women, we have Mackenzie Mosier is uh, the, the hero uh, of the story, and then for the guys, we have uh, this this guy Tommy Mack, um, and our, our our headliner is uh, Carter Reynolds. Um, YouTube's he, yeah. Star? Is that what you, is that is that a weird kind of you just say that YouTuber? Yeah, right? yeah. YouTuber uh, vloggers, the new thing. Right. But he started off as a Vine star and was like the top five in the world. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we reached out to several people, uh, Logan Paul and uh, Carter Reynolds is like, hey, you know, send me over the info. And he checked it out. And so he's going to play our stoner, Joe Burns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which the, the Paul brothers uh, recently in the news causing a ruckus. We actually saw where they had, they were moving in the last time we had visited. We were in that area. It was a weird thing. Do you want to deal with a personality like that? Or... Because you have to weigh that. We need that social weight. He's going to be a fucking asshole. Maybe. I'm not saying that's what your star is going to do. But when you're weighing that out, do you, does that come into mind? Because, I mean, that could literally... Yeah. You don't, you keep, he could walk off the, the river during, in the middle of a scene. And that's... If yeah. you're on a tight budget, that's pretty tough. Yeah. You know, you always have to account for those things. And I was telling Julius uh, the other night, I go, he just needs to get on the plane. Just yeah. get on the plane. <laughs> that's how you feel, you isn't know? it? Yeah. yeah. Just get on the plane. We'll handle the rest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's always a concern. But, you know, um, you, you got to take that risk. If you're going to be an entertainer, if whether it's acting, writing, you know, radio, television, you got to take that risk and bet on yourself and then, and, and then trust other people. Great right. point. You yeah. Know? With that being said, though, there's a conversation. You being, of course, a family man yourself, having children, how does that conversation begin? Especially when you're pursuing something like this, that, uh, you know, high risk, high reward situation where you're not necessarily sure how this is ultimately going to turn out and, and how the, 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 the post-production process is going to go. Or you're just trying to convince people that this is what, you're, what you really want to do. How does that conversation go? So for me, it's, uh, you know, I have two children. Right. So um, I talked to them and my son is kind of a natural performer. And I said, hey, man, you know, this is a huge project. And if it goes well, this could launch a lot of people's careers. Right. And if it doesn't go well, I might be back selling cell phones or something. I don't know now. <laughs> like, man, he really broke it down for his yeah, two-year-old child. I, mean, I wonder how many times in creative endeavors people think, could I bartend again? I mean, is this, is this, uh, that's what you look yeah. at. It uh, is. I, f- I feel like, and again, you, in our endeavors, like, I feel like it's a conversation that I think if you're in this field or in this industry, you, you have with yourself and you had mm-hmm. it apparently with your son. So yep. what was his response? He's like, oh, dad. 
He's like, can I get an iPhone 7? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, will we ever act again? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I love this girl already. So he is a drama kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will we ever act again? <laughs> that is great. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that line of thinking, but you, you lay it out there, right? Yeah. I mean, geez, if your son's getting involved in it, that, mean mom, that means mom knows every little bit of the details, the finances, the pennies involved, the minute that you're going to be gone, the minute you're supposed to be back, right? Yeah. Yep. So you're yep. uh, kudos to you for uh, for pushing forward on that and, and making those things happen while maintaining a family. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's great to do this here because, um, you know, having seen Gone Girl, how excited people were in Missouri about mm. this. Uh, oh, the story! That was my favorite part of the Ben Affleck cited at the, uh, the Turtle Bar on Main Street or whatever bars are in Cape Girardeau. But all of those popping up. I grew up an hour south of here, so you have plenty of people in Cape Girardeau. You have people talking about, oh, Ben Affleck was seen here. He was blah 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 all the time. I'm curious as to why there aren't more projects coming. I mean, it comes down to money, obviously, but it, it seems odd with the success of. New Orleans, Atlanta, uh, New Mexico even. I mean, Albuquerque, that maybe St. Louis wouldn't throw a few offers out there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I know they were going to do something in right on, across the river in Illinois, uh, Men of Granite. It was like about a basketball team. <laughs> I have and- a weird connection to that. My exes, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it involved um, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, actually, was going to play a part in that. And it was about uh, an Armenian uh, basketball player at Granite City, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, this was yeah. literally my ex girlfriend's grandpa that they were doing the movie on. Yeah, and it was yeah. all these immigrants had got together and uh, won a state title, and uh, you know it came down to what you said earlier. It's always about you know that almighty dollar. You you have to budget, and so for you know this movie, floated. it was far enough. Al- Sorry, it was, that movie you're talking about was far enough along. You could look it up on IMDb right now, and it'll have yeah. the star list and everything. Like, to make it that far means it was close, and I know that one of the stars came in to do research as well. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, I mean, but back to Float Trip, sorry. Yeah, so on, on Float Trip, you know, we we put it out there. We got investors involved. Uh, we had our budget ahead of time. I made sure that this guy to my right get, is going to get paid. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just made sure that we had all of those things lined up ahead of time. And then in the end, it's who you know. You know, right. locally, it's asking favors and getting people involved. And so now, you know, here we go. We're going down the river. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> Julius, having to navigate, like being in L.A. for now five years uh, and having to navigate <laughs> what is Hollywood, what have you learned and what have been some situations where um, you have probably had to stop and ask yourself, like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? Uh, that's a great question. Um there's kind of like different Hollywoods within Hollywood. Okay. There's obviously like the Great real point. movie world, but like most of the people don't work on the big, big movies, sure. right? So like you kind of got to figure out what else there is to do. And right. there's a lot of music videos, which are kind of like its own thing. Right. And <laughs> they're really not well run most of the time. Yikes. And like that's kind of like a little movie you're trying to do in one day. But like even on those, you kind of learn pre-production, as we were saying before, mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. The more you can plan, the more time you have on set to actually, you know, like, problem solving all these exactly. things but um yeah it's kind of like who you know and like you know one connection goes a long way and favors are really everything so right. it's it's kind of been like a like i learned a lot about the filmmaking aspect but I'm, I'm really learning more about the industry and like you know like people skills and that kind of stuff which is really vital in this industry was it a, was it a bit culture shock coming um 
not not so much, you okay. know. But like, I was also still grown up, you know. Right, so right. like, it was kind of like this great spot. Because uh, he doesn't have any bad habits for right? <laughs> <laughs> So you're coming in with a blank page almost. Pretty much, yeah. Whereas, like, maybe you come from St. Louis, you're like, bitch, you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, who are you? are a five foot three producer for a reality show from 10 years ago. You're going to act like I'm nothing? That's how you, I'm tell, you run into those conversations, don't you, James? You do. You do. You run, you run into a lot of interesting conversations. Uh. So, so, who was it for you guys at the. I, I love asking this of comedians, but I, I definitely love filmmakers when they have this discussion. Who was it or what was the film or the actor or the cinematographer or a particular shot that said to you, holy hell, that's amazing. And I, I want to be a part of that or I want to do that. Um, for me, it was, uh, I guess it was a couple of years ago at the Capstones at Lindenwood. Um, I was in another uh, student film and, you know, it did pretty well. I played the role of death. And uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. But that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a, end it there. Lie. That was I, good. I thought death was in here. Right yeah, now. that was good. That was crazy. But uh, Julius looked at him. He's like, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's one take. We're that's, done. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. But uh, then uh, this this film came on that Julius had done called Infinite, and it started off, and I thought, oh, it's going to be an art piece. You know, there's this guy <laughs> coming it was out. An art piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there's this guy. It, it cuts out with a fly. In, in a soup and it's over, right? Yeah, Pretty yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> this guy's coming out from under the sheet and everything. And then the voiceover was just, you know, amazing. And the story behind it about your life and what the meaning of life is. And in this case, it was kind of autobiographical uh, for him. And afterwards, I just told him, I said, for what it's worth, your film was the best. And I want to work with you. Wow. And that was it. You know, you just you just know. So wow. that's fantastic. That that's a really cool way to do it because too, and maybe with you being younger, you expected that because you're maybe you've got a really good attitude about what you did. You know you're good, but to say that and then for somebody to back that up and reinforce that, that's a big thing. And for you guys to be working on a project like Float Trip, important because yeah. so how many exactly. people don't follow through? Exactly all yep. the time. Exactly. Hey, that was great. Let me know if I can help you. Hey, email. Can I help? Can you help me? Exactly. No, nothing. And that was years ago. That was yeah. mm -hmm. a little over two years ago, and now we're here. So yeah, it's again like you know <laughs> you've hit it big. You're only alive. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, that is to to execute that project after a, a chance meeting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Would you, you know, is there a particular shot or? As a cinematographer, they're very particular about their work, and they very, should be. You're very they're, good. they're an important component, mm -hmm. obviously, of the filmmaking process. So there has to be a shot in your head that's like, oh yeah, that's 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 the that's the one. That's the one that just I want to be in this business. There's definitely a movie for me. It was Fight Club. Yeah, you know, right, like you watch it the first time, you're like, what just happened? <laughs> I want to know how to do this to people, yeah. just like blow their minds. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny that that's David Fincher, and yeah. then it's another it's connection. So it's just, you know, it's a small world, but um, yeah, definitely Fight Club. And I don't know if there's this particular shot, but kind of like the end frame yes. where like the, the buildings, buildings come down, down and, and it's just yeah. them silhouetted there. It's, it's a painting, you know, and that's what every cinematographer strives for is like nice. to every frame is a, is a painting. I mean, that's kind of like a really high ambition we have, but, you know, 
In so. addition to the scene, the Pixies are now able to tour for another 20 oh, yeah. years. Because <laughs> that totally brought them back. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They really yeah. owe Fincher yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> young, young Gaines over here knows who the fuck the, the Pixies are because of Where Is My Mind at the end of Fight Club. So right. that, that's how it goes. That's how I know them. Yeah. I'm not yeah, you're young. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, whatever you, the opposite of that, what's a garbage film that you, uh, that you just say, oh my God, never, ever. And nobody's listening, so don't worry that you're going to trash a, a future opportunity. I don't even know if I can answer that. Yeah, that's uh, maybe a tough one. Nothing, nothing sticks out like Suicide this. Squad. Yeah, well, that was just oh, a shit movie. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You I know, just, everybody was so excited, and oh they just didn't God. deliver. Well, yeah, whenever you're falling up too, like even with Affleck and all the great people involved in that, you're kind of up against the Nolan series. How yeah. well they perform, even though it's totally different. Whatever else, you're up against that, and then you turn in that. No, I think that's the worst of most. Like, if there's a project, it's like, oh, that sucked ass, but that had... People talk shit on Waterworld. I think that's a way bigger failure, right? I don't know. I, I The reason why I say Suicide Squad was such a, a big disappointment because you had... You, if I felt like the elements were there for a great film, I yep. feel like, and, mm-hmm. and that you didn't get what you were supposed to get out of the people that you had involved with this film from Ayer, Will Smith, like you had all these, you have Viola, Viola Davis, you had these great actors, oh, Jared a great Le- writer, oh, great cool. director, Jared Leto, <laughs> like, like you had like, all these great pieces, and you're saying to yourself, man, like you, you should basically be able to trip over yourself, and for that mm-hmm. to be a great film, and for so many things not to go right with the film that had what felt like all the proper ingredients for a successful franchise yeah. for them to wet the bed on that. It, that hurts more than anything else because I have such a, a great respect for uh, for David Ayer. I love him. He's a great writer. I just, uh, it just it hurt my heart <laughs> to just see them blow a layup, essentially. I yeah. felt like it was a blown layup and it, it hurt my soul because I'm a huge fan of everyone in that movie. Of a course you are. And the genre. How do you fuck up Batman? Like I everybody's just, like, super excited about that. It just that. felt so good. That that probably is probably the. That's how I know like the industry and and I I have such a high respect for people who are in it like waist deep giving their life and all because you have to because I, if I it was if one bad thing can go wrong in a film and just ruins it. Yeah. Like everything, a lot of things have to go right for you to have a good yeah. film. Like an SD card crash or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, you, do you have uh, experience <laughs> on that? <laughs> I mean, like, have you guys worked on projects where, man, it, it feels like everything's going well, and then when you ultimately saw the end result, you go, oh, that's that's exactly not what we were going can for. I, can I specify it? Can I make, you can, and I need you to sell him out if this is true. Have you shot something and the camera was just not even on? No, no, no. You have no, okay. Look happened. at him. He's like never, never. <laughs> no. I would get German precision. Travis, <laughs> <laughs> German precision. Mm, smart. That's right. Yes, indeed. That's right. <laughs> but have you guys seen or being a part of any projects where you're just like, ah, it happened? Oh, it's like it's not the first thing you're probably putting on the I mean, on the reel. Yeah. Usually, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Usually, like to what you were saying is, if you think it's going well and it turns out not so well, <laughs> you usually know when you're doing it that this isn't right. <laughs> Right. You know, like it's 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 usually the opposite. You think, ah, this isn't so great, and you get in the edit, and then it's actually pretty good. Right. But the other way around, you usually know where, <laughs> where you went wrong. We're like, ah, oh, man, you know, something is off, but it's too late, and we kind of got to roll, and then oh, something's going wrong. We're yeah, like, oh, like sucks. I really like this actor, but man, he's he's not the same guy. But it's you know, like what, what are we gonna do? I'm just hire this guy from the street. <laughs> I mean, th- that happens more often, oh, and then man. maybe you're surprised, and later on you're like, oh, it's not that, that, that bad, 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 but you kind of, 
It's always the worst when you finish shooting and you think you ruined everything. Jeez. James, you've had, exp- I mean, high level, but big shows. Yeah. I Movies, w- yeah. I-, I would say, you know, for me, it's uh, it, when, when I'm acting, you are in your character, in those elements, and you're just hoping that the lighting's good, the sound's good. You know, the picture's good. If some asshole's eating a candy bar in the background. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I did hear a candy wrapper somewhere. These now. mics are so good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that the bathroom? No. <laughs> um, you know we have a good relationship that I say it to the strongest guy in the room, right? That's great. That's <laughs> yeah, he, great. he's cool. That's, uh, Rhino's good. <laughs> but, Sorry. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if, if you, as a, as a performer, if you see the final product and it's not good, you know what you do? You just bury it on the internet. You know, just like, you know, just hide it. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of on a much smaller scale than we have videos that have done really well. They have a high view count. Then you have ones that you're like, this is so good. And everybody's going to love it. And it's like way lower. So you're like, I don't want people to see that only that many people tuned in for that. It's a weird world that we're living in that we have to fucking care how many people clicked your video to see yeah. it that it's it's out there and it's transparent yeah and if you're not snapchatting or instagramming or social media like nobody knows who you are yeah. so you know when this comes out when flow trip comes out we're gonna do amazon we're gonna do hulu we're gonna get it out right before halloween so that you know anyone that likes scary movies uh and that time of year it's it's just going to be great think about the accidental walk that's a, such a great strategy to have because you have people like i want a scary movie and then if they find out you have the regional hope right you're gonna have people oh it was shot here i know steve he worked there they said they were there filming you know that's what you're counting on and for those platforms to be there that's really exciting yeah yeah and you have to have it i mean you know uh Jada and other people have, have really helped us out with knowing where to go and what to post. And uh, Jed Ramsey's one of our producers. Uh, you know, he's he's a wizard on social media. I mean, he's he's getting all kinds of things out there, and we're getting a lot of hits on uh, Float Trip uh, webpage. You know, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And once this is is done. Um, we'll be hitting it again, you know, and well, you, you can have to make stay the, at it. Yeah, you absolutely. And even like the genre podcast, I'm not even talking about big time, po- the ones we were talking Joe Rogan's or Mark Marin or anybody else like that. You can hit a genre podcast that only reviews horror flicks or slasher films and 2 million people will hear you. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And, and Julius and I were talking about last night, you know, he's like, man, you know, I know that this is going to be on Amazon and Hulu, but there's also a ton of great like festivals. That's what I was thinking. Where they can yeah. pick it up, and that's the traditional route. Um, the guys, uh, James Wan, and I forget his partner's name, that did the Saw series. Right. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing Conjuring and Insidious. They entered their short. I think it was like eight to ten minutes long, and it was the bathroom scene where yeah. he cuts off his leg. And Spoiler alert. the producers were, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, all right. Hey, hey, there's only eight of them, so if you want to see that. <laughs> but, I mean, when the uh, producers saw that, they were like salivating over it, and the rest is history, as they say. I mean, those awesome. guys are just killing it. You guys are doing it. I, like I said, we say this all the time. I... I know the again seeing Project Greenlight. I know the process. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And there's a line oh, yeah. that goes. Travis Sorrell, director, cinematographer, <laughs> actor, whatever. <laughs> but we said it before we you came on. We did a, a very very small documentary project out of the country, and just even on that level, that was a lot. And 
uh, I can only imagine uh, all the work you guys have already put into this and uh, what you have ahead oh, of you. With scripts and the, everything involved, and it's it's crazy. And nobody believes you until it's up on Hulu, and then you tell them, and they're like, well, there you go. Do you know what it took to get there? Do you have any idea? Oh, well, that's, that's something. Oh, yeah. that little Are you fucking you? kidding me? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, to get that up there, I mean, I don't know if you have... Uh, an agent for distribution or something of that, but just to get to that level, to have that conversation, to say, I'm putting my fucking life on the line for a project that I'm going to go, somebody could be get, by a, get bit by a snake making this damn thing. That's a whole nother wrench. And then to get it to where it is available to people, to fans of the genre, whew, yeah. great work, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. I mean, you guys totally get it. And for those you know fans out there of, of movies in general, uh, what you just said. I mean, it starts with that, you know, fade in and that yeah. first line. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're getting got, people to show up, even yeah, actors for yeah. a, a huge opportunity. I mean, even Jada, you guys didn't know her, what, a month ago, two months ago? No. It comes yeah. together, and sh the fact that you're taking those shots is very admirable. Thank you. Thank very, you very much. Very exciting. So, how do we follow the progress and how do we watch it once it comes out? You mentioned those mediums. What's the best way for people to check it out? One of you, was it Julius that has experience raising funds with Indiegogo? Uh, that's actually that Jed, uh, Jed Ramsey. Okay. Yeah, he's he he had another day job today. Mm -hmm. um, so nice. you know, Midwestern. You nice. know, hey, yeah. get after you, it. You got to grind it. Mm -hmm. um, so he actually has uh, Indiegogo, and if you go to Indiegogo.com and you type in float trip. It'll come up. Uh, you can contribute. Oh, There's nice. multiple ways. Okay. Um, we actually are going to hire, you know, some extras in the local area. So, you know, if they're around the Stillville area, um, they should definitely, you know, check it out. And there's ways they can get in touch with us on that. And then also there's uh, opportunities to get autographed posters, you know, with Carter Reynolds, uh, sure. you know, Julius and, you know, the rest of our cast on there. So, you know, just go to Indiegogo.com, type in Float Trip. It's all there, and be a part of this story. Hey, nice. Watch it. You're seeing it from inception to actual release. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? If, what's the ultimate goal? I mean, it's d blow it up like a series like The Saws of the World. I mean, what do you... Look at Sharknado. Yeah. They make... How, how many have they made of those? At least two. Can you not be disrespectful to Sharknado? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't turn your nose up at Sharknado, pal. Tara Reid is a saint. <laughs> the best overacting ever. Oh, that's all. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> is that the ultimate uh, finality of of something like Float Trip? Yeah, you know, for this one, um, all all the actors around here are super excited because they're like, you guys are doing what no one else is willing yeah. to do. Yeah. You guys are saying we're going straight to the public. Yeah. You know, we're going to make this thing. We're going to get it out there for people to watch and enjoy. And yeah, if it blows up, that would be amazing for everyone involved because there's so much talent, you know, um, with with the crew, with the cast, and everybody involved. Uh, my my ultimate goal, I guess, not only making our investors their money back, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're tuning in. Like, you better say it. You yeah. better say yeah. it. But to uh, you know, launch careers for people out of right. the Midwest because there's so much talent here. Yes, and you know, you mentioned it earlier, when you go into those auditions and you get told no, you know, 10 times for that one yes, um, 
it, you got to grind it. And yeah. if if one person gets their career launched out of this, that's a success. Nice. I so. think that I, that's while I'm ecstatic to hear that come out of your voice, and you're somebody who's doing it. How many times do we get tired of people talking that talk, and then you need them for something? They have an opportunity for something. Uh, that makes me fucking sick. Wonder people that, especially creatively, you're gonna call yourself an actor, a comedian, a filmmaker. What are you doing? Like, what's happening? Especially here, because you don't have those opportunities that you would in LA to go be part of a commercial, even auditioning. I guess you could say to hear if anybody's gonna take any way away anything away from the com- conversation we're having, other than donating on the Indiegogo page. Apply that to life. If it's in sales, teaching, whatever. Go do it. Grind through it and get told no a bunch. That's that's yeah. ha- what has to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just keep getting back up. I mean, you know, you you see guys like Sylvester Stallone and you hear the stories about, you know, him having to sell his dog, you know, and then next thing you know, he has to rebuy his own dog for 15 grand <laughs> right. you know, after he makes Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but what was the story? There was a story that somebody tried to buy that script from him for pennies. Yeah. And he, he turned it down. And, and you know it was it was actually uh, some other guys got involved and they they offered him a, a decent amount of money but he stuck to his guns because he knew he's like if I do this movie this could be the one mm. and I think that's where I'm at with this with Float Trip is this could be the one <laughs> yeah so gotta have that mindset certainly you absolutely do Julius James thank you guys so much for coming in we want to support you guys as much as possible check out the Indiegogo for Float Trip. Jada, thanks for setting this up. Wonderful job. And uh, gosh, we're excited to see everything play out. And uh, gosh, let us know if uh, if you need Travis to show up and drown in a scene. Or possibly can't get, have a horror film without a black guy. <laughs> get yelled at hey by... Hey, man, what's that water? <laughs> you can get yelled at by the locals. That'd, That'd be, be good. Fine. I can just distract them <laughs> yeah, while they're filming. What's, uh, what, aside from the Indigo, what's the website, social, all that good stuff for uh, people to check out? Yeah, if you if you go on Facebook, uh, just type in Float Trip, and it'll it'll come up. And also IMDB, you can check nice. out all the stats, you know, all the, the backstory of everyone involved on IMDb and um, uh, we also have uh, a Twitter feed out there with Float Trip on it so very cool yeah. we're excited to see it grow and uh, I hope this is it for you guys that's fantastic keep up the great work guys thanks for coming in thank you thank you awesome we will be back on Wednesday we'll see you then we're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network